Welcome to the BizTimes MKE podcast and another episode of the Weekly Debrief. I'm Arthur Thomas, Managing Editor at BizTimes Media, and I'm joined on the Weekly Debrief, as always, by BizTimes Editor Andrew Weiland. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm feeling good. Um, I haven't gotten any of the sickness going around, knock on wood, and we've been through an incredibly busy time. This is a very busy time of the year for our business, and we have been through an extremely busy period, but we're nearing the, we're right about the light at the end of the tunnel as far as that goes, heading into the holidays, so feeling good about all that. Absolutely, so if you have been an attendee at our Future 50 event, our Manufacturing uh, Summit, our Nonprofit Excellence Awards, our real estate uh, and development conference. Like I said, been reading the magazine for the last number of issues, um, or you'll be checking out the December 12th issue of our magazine, which will also have our Wisconsin 275 publication, which will highlight the most influential business leaders in the state. It's been a busy time uh, for us, but we hope you enjoy reading all those things and coming to our events and those things. Uh, And if you've been, been to any of those we do appreciate that so yeah definitely keeping us busy uh but the news doesn't slow down so let's dive into our insider story spotlight that is a chance for us to highlight some of the stories that are available only to insiders if you are an insider uh, we do really appreciate that support it helps make our work possible all that stuff i just listed off uh, the support of insiders helps make it possible for us to do that if you are not an insider please do consider subscribing the equivalent of $9 a month will get you access to all of our locked stories, discounted admission to events, and some other insider benefits. Plus, right now, I think if you go on the website and go to subscribe, there is a holiday sale going on, 40% off for uh, your subscription. So please do consider that. Andrew, what is your insider story spotlight this week? So we had a report on some developments in Franklin that we've been following. Rock Ventures, which is the firm behind the Rock Sports Complex, which is the skiing hill and uh, baseball fields in Franklin, including Franklin Field, where the Milwaukee Milkmen play and the UWM baseball team plays. Um, But um, a lot of other development around that rock ventures has also been behind um you got the lux golf bays you've got some other commercial space you've got apartments you've got senior apartments they've just transformed that whole area um you know at loomis 76 rawson avenue where that all comes together they are working on three more big developments in that area partnering with mandel group and two of those are moving forward. There was a plan commission meeting on this this week and some updated plans were submitted. So we got a chance to see more about what they're doing, see some new renderings. But in a nutshell, there's one big project um, southeast of Loomis Road, which is the opposite side of Loomis Road where um, the Rock Sports Complex and Ballpark Commons is. It's a 51-acre vacant site where they're planning to do um, 300 58 residential units, 344 apartments, 14 townhomes, um, and three outlots of commercial development and probably, you know, some kind of retail 
likely along Loomis Road. And then in more in the main ballpark commons area, right off of Rawson, um, they've also submitted plans for a three-story apartment building, 78 units and 6,000 square feet of uh, commercial space there as well. And they hinted at what some of that commercial might be. And so you can read the story to check that out. But um, yeah, it's we'll, we'll continue to follow this stuff, but it's, it's, it's really what Rock Ventures has done in that corner of Franklin has made it one of the hottest development spots in the region. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, quite the destination and, and interesting place to be. Um, had a chance to watch Fourth of July fireworks uh, from out there a few years ago, and it was a pretty cool, um, pretty cool view. Uh, my well, insider still has eyes, is and they yep. just they just have drive-in movies. They've done so much with that to turn that into an activity center, and now they they continue to develop the surroundings. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they actually have the uh, the Savannah Bananas coming there uh, next year sometime, maybe. Um, so that right, uh, to play the milkman. To play the milkman, I believe. Um, um, so that, sort of baseball with a unique twist. I'll look them up. It's yeah, a bit wacky. Let's look for Savannah Bananas on TikTok or, or your preferred social media. Certainly, uh, a lot of fun stuff. Um, my insider story spotlight. Uh, less fun news. Town of Genesee-based Generac um, facing a securities lawsuit um, over their. Um, sale of a defective component in their solar energy systems. Uh, it's kind of a, an ongoing saga that Ashley Smart, who uh, covers a lot of manufacturing things for us, covers the courts things for us. Um, she's been been kind of really documenting uh, these challenges that Generac is having. So this the securities lawsuit is kind of the latest piece of it. Um, but there's a whole... Um, saga i guess of of issues with the component um one of their um uh partners that that was distributing their distributors um ended up filing for bankruptcy which had a big drag on um the the clean energy part of their business um there's also been separately some issues with a recall over portable generators where people are losing their fingers um, and then on top of that, Generac's had just, uh, I think, challenges, um, like many manufacturers. Um, they had a lot of demand for their, their home generators and almost couldn't keep up. Um, and so now just the supply chain piece is working its way through. Their, you know, their dealers, um, not necessarily buying as much, um, kind of reassessing their inventory needs. Um, a lot of moving pieces with Generac and Ashley's been, been really on top of it. So the, the story this week was this lawsuit um, over the kind of basically the drop in price. And these lawsuits aren't uncommon with public companies. If there's something big that happens and changes the stock price, price dramatically, it's not uncommon for law firms to, to find a client who uh, can put together a class action lawsuit. Um, but still nonetheless, interesting to, to kind of track what's happening with a company that was, um, one of the highest flying over the last couple of years in southeastern Wisconsin, uh, coming back down to earth a little bit. Um, and I think I looked it up just a minute ago. Their stock at its peak was up around nearly $500 a share. It's currently trading, um, 
closer to $100 um, a share. So big, big drop off in Generax stock prices. They kind of have sorted through all this and um, be interesting to continue to watch it play out. Yep, and we'll we'll continue to follow it. But yeah, as you say, it's it's been interesting to see. In so many respects, they've done so well and have grown so dramatically in recent years. But you know, they're hitting some bumps in the road here that hopefully they can they can work out and navigate through. And we'll keep you we'll keep you posted on on how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's shift gears to our big story of the week. Um, which is American Family Insurance announcing plans. They will sell downtown Milwaukee office building uh, where they were once going to have 400 employees and and they they are not going to have them there anymore. Um, So this news came out. They bought this building, which is located uh, 1311 to 1325 North Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, uh, basically just, kind of just north of, of where Pfizer Forum is, um, just up the road from the the, uh, the Modern. Um, they bought this back in 2019 with plans for a big, um, you know, office. They actually moved, they were planning, planning to move workers from their Pewaukee um, office, which is right, right along uh, 94. They were going to move everyone um, downtown. They, around the same time, they, um, had signed on for sponsorship of what was previously the Marcus Amphitheater at uh, Summerfest Grounds. They were signing on for to make it American Family Field, not Miller Park, a change I'm still getting used to. Um, and uh, so it was all this, you know, American Family taking over Milwaukee. Of course, like I said, this was 2019. Um, then 2020 happens in the world of well, the world changes, but the world of office work also changes, and these plans have not really moved forward. So, Andrew, uh, were you shocked when this came out this week that American Family was pulling the plug on these plans? Certainly not. And, you know, it was almost, it was kind of a funny announcement because, okay, this thing, as you said, it was a 2019 plan, basically. They bought this building in late 2019. And of course, we know early 2020 is when the COVID-19 pandemic hits and everything changes. So we knew that this project was not moving forward, that American family had said, well, we're reevaluating our office space needs in light of the pandemic, in light of people are working remotely now, working at home, and the whole equation had changed. And it was very clear. And even just talking to people, you know, around town in the real estate industry, there was zero buzz that anything was happening there. It was pretty impact. I mean, what I had heard from people was that it was dead. That's what I've heard for, for some time. So zero surprise that they came out and sort of announced what was pretty obvious was that that project is in fact dead. And now they're going to sell the building. I had to kind of laugh at the press release that made a real important point of emphasizing all the wonderful things that American family has been doing around town. And you mentioned some of them, there's, there's more, I mean, they've been very active in supporting yes, the brewer stadium, yes, summer fest, but many other groups and organizations 
Um, American Family has really made its presence felt in the Milwaukee area in a very positive way. But there's nothing quite like having a Fortune 500 company with you know 400 jobs in your downtown. That is a major economic impact. And there was a lot of excitement. You know, 2019 was just, it seemed like downtown was really on the move and, and, and the city was at a very exciting point. And, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic really took the air out of that balloon. And this is one of the biggest examples of that, that here's a, you know, and this is one of the hottest spots in Milwaukee. You, you mentioned this is a block and a half north, basically, of Pfizer Forum and, and the Deer District. I mean, that's the hottest spot in downtown and a place where everyone seemingly wanted to be, at least before the pandemic. But and, and, and American Family was coming in there. And uh, and now they're not. And now 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 that they've pulled the plug on this, you know, they had a substantial office in Pewaukee, as you mentioned, where they were basically bringing those employees, 200, 250, whatever it was, downtown, and then going to add on to that another 100, 150. Um, that, I mean, they closed that Pewaukee office. They sold that building. Speaking of Generac, they sold that building yeah. to Generac, <laughs> an example of Generac's growth. But now it leaves American family without an office presence that they once had in the suburbs, which was coming downtown. Now they do not have an, a major office presence in, in Southeastern Wisconsin. They are obviously headquartered in Madison, but their, their Southeastern Wisconsin office presence is now nil. And they did mention that, well, maybe we'll open an office at some point if we need one somewhere. <laughs> Very vague possibility there. Yeah. Um, I mean, just so much of, of the, the world of work has changed, right? I mean, those 200, 250 employees that, that might've been coming, you know, downtown, you know, uh, I'm not entirely familiar with American families, remote work policies, but you you gotta imagine that's people that are now scattered throughout the region. Um, maybe still have some economic benefit to the region, certainly living here. But some may, you know, live elsewhere. Um, there's that to think about. And, and, you know, maybe we'll build one if, or have one if we need one is not, uh, not super encouraging. What do you think of this, this building? Um, so this is the former, uh, Mandel, Mandel printing building. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like we said, right near Pfizer Forum, right up the street from the Modern. Um, a lot of activity going on in that area of town. Um, we've talked on, I think on the podcast previously about some of the activity further south, um, you know, with, uh, you know, five service plans and Milwaukee tool, um, opening an office. Um, so what do you make of this building? Does, is someone else going to come along and want to buy it and, and do something with you think, or is it going to languish? I certainly would think something will happen because yeah, you know, we've talked a lot about how, the west side of downtown has been doing so well lately, and, and particularly the Deer District. This is in an area just north of that. You know, it's called the Haymarket neighborhood. It's been a neighborhood that people have been looking at for a long time. It's kind of an odd hodgepodge of buildings, but some of them, like this building, are some kind of cool old buildings that you know you could drop a building like this in the Third Ward and it would fit right in. So you could see a building like this get redeveloped 
could be office space, could be a hotel, could be apartments very easily. Seems like, you know, residential is much stronger right now than office. So you, if you're the guest, you could easily see residential going on there, but I don't know, but it does seem like it's well positioned with, you know, the, the growth of the deer district. And I think there's been long anticipation that there's going to be development pushing. You've seen some good things pushing North along King drive. So I think it's, it's in a position to be redeveloped, but um, you know, American family paid well over $9 million for this building. I noticed that the city has it assessed at something like 2.6 million, like way below what they paid for it. And so I would be very surprised if they sell this building, they get anywhere near what they paid for it, but they paid for it at a time when they really liked the location. It seemed like a hot spot, seemed like a cool building, had a lot of potential. They really wanted it. So they paid um, a premium price for it. Um, I think they're going to end up taking a bath on that situation and they're just trying to cut their losses. That's an opportunity for somebody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely an opportunity for somebody. And uh, we'll have to, I guess, wait and see uh, who decides to take advantage of that opportunity. But uh, definitely one to continue to follow. That will do it for this week on the BizTimes MKE podcast and the weekly debrief. Until next week, thanks for joining me, Andrew. Uh. This is Dan Meyer with BizTimes Media. You've been listening to the BizTimes MKE podcast. For more business news and insights, be sure to go to BizTimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine, BizTimes Milwaukee.